0: Did you see my pinned post? No. What? Just kidding. It took me (laughs) 10 hours to write. The one where you have everything bulleted, listed, acronym. (laughs) Facebook allows groups. They're now putting featured po- posts and announcements, like, higher and yes. more important. And it's nice when somebody joins a group where also they're rolling out for the Cookie College has it, but Sugar Cookie Marketing doesn't, like, a preemptive, like, hey, this is Heather here, as soon as you join, like, a quick oh, how-to. Nice. It's, like, very limited, but I think it's a great idea. So anyways, the pin post is kind of the map of any group. So if somebody joins, it's kind of nice to have a pin post to direct them to all the resources. And I think Sugar Cookie Marketing's biggest differentiator is that it has so Tons many of, resources. Let's cover the resource. Wait, wait. Okay. Let's do the intro, and then we'll cover the resources. This is the intro. We don't have another intro. No, no, no. <laughs> Tell them what they're listening to. Oh, sorry. You were listening to two twins talk about business in a podcast. This is the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, which has 33,000 members. now. Yes. Though if everyone is if you listen to all these slowly we grew up by five hundred people <laughs> each each week uh, this podcast comes out hopefully on Tuesdays it's Tuesday sometimes on my Thursdays <laughs> or Thursdays and uh, it's a group about learning how to market more effectively online, which I know it says sugar cookie marketing but we have a lot of other things because marketing principles are pretty universal yeah so Corey and I have kind of consolidated our our Talking points. Talking points. Intro, which you're suffering this through intro, right now. This is consolidated? No, but then ma- the baking, business uh, of baking? Business of baking and the marketing <laughs> bin, so we kind of squished into one. Yeah, we squished into one. <laughs> Mostly because right. Heather ne- Heather's uploading these to YouTube. Um, so you guys can hear it somewhere else. we are going to know even more than one place. Uh, then, course, the cookie college course. Voicemails, which we got a cute, a few fun ones today. Yeah, group stuff like what's happening in the group, things to pay attention to. Has a pipeline lives going down. I have a bunch of lives, past and present. (laughs) <laughs> then, Twinterest, you're going to love our Twinterest as a core, and I have been obsessed. We actually talked about it last week a little bit. Well, now bit. I'm more obsessed. More obsessed. More obsessed. I actually scratched the top of mine, it's really annoying to me. Why'd you scratch it? I have no idea. Uh, I almost did like that. I so didn't. <laughs> I think you can add it for a week after. Uh, what? for scratches? I don't know. It covers a lot of no. the stuff. <laughs> Anyways, are you going to live the rest of your life with the scratches are going to cause you? Oh, me a lot of grief? it is causing me a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at it, and it gives me a little pang in my BPM. <laughs> okay we're talking about fitbits by the way (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's queso let's go through i made this beautiful okay so when you're (laughs) doing (laughs) queso i am hungry (laughs) you want to get some sauce where where would you get from chilies yeah okay we'll go to chili Okay. okay Let's speed past this guy. <laughs> Anyways, that's the day's podcast. Okay. When you join Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, me and Heather have been a part of groups for a long time. So we know what we like. We know what we don't Everyone's like. Everyone's been a part of groups for a long time. <laughs> we're a part of the group. <laughs> so when we made this group, we were like, how can we differentiate ourselves from other groups? Not that the other groups aren't great. It's yep. just, I think it's <laughs> We're a body. <laughs> we do you use? groups. The party? We're the party group. Oh, we're I the party said. group. <laughs> No, just kidding. Other groups are great, I guess. Great. No, I just kidding. Not really. I'm just kidding. Okay, sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm super hungry. So really, honestly, yeah. because of the group members willing to give each other so much information, there's a lot of information here to be. So we have a lot of information to be whatever. You use. So I wanted to organize that and kind of and you know, yes, I'm addicted to a bulleted list. An unordered bulleted list is my favorite place to If you ever to want to go on vacation with Heather, you're you gonna will get an get itinerary. itinerary. And it will be broken down by date and time. <laughs> and there will be a list of you of things purchased pre Trip. You gotta know, because what are you gonna get down there and have to buy an umbrella? You I know, like we to bring just the fly bootstraps. And you know who got to go to Disney for free last year? Because I haven't organized <laughs> Only this. because she's working. Play to your strengths ignore your weaknesses. <laughs> okay, so cover what they get. Okay, so it's making me hungry. Oh. <laughs> Let's go to <laughs> All over the map. <laughs> okay, so when okay, so goodness, when you get into the sugar cookie marketing group, there's a pin post. You can see it on both mobile and desktop. You can, and I want to keep it. You have to actually go kind of find it. I know. a little bit on mobile. I think they're changing it a little yeah. to make it a little bit more accessible. However, if you go to the tab called which they added, so if you featured? didn't you know featured, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, when you get there, it's kind of called announcements. So in, uh, I wanted to pin a post that really helped new people because, okay, 500 people join every week, 500 to 1,000. That's a lot of people who can tap into a lot of resources, but if they didn't know, they are there yeah, to and we'd use. We don't always get the chance to welcome yeah. everybody um, and because I, we're I make those posts, but they only have a reach. True. Those really informational posts are kind of boring, I'll be honest. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, but they only make you know reach about 2,500 people. Out of 33,000, that's nothing. Piddly. Piddly. So I figured if I at least pin this extremely boring post. Yes. Let me tell you, the organic reach on it was Piddly. Terrible. <laughs> but we have, so let's kind of break down. We have okay. four groups free. The one that the big guy is Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. That's marketing focused content, Facebook Lives, things like that. Yes. Now. Ask there's... all your marketing questions in there. Photography.
1: They know the rules in the
0: last podcast. I they know tired. what their last. Yeah, that was lit. <laughs> so yeah, but that uh, sugar cookie marketing group is kind of the flagship. That's where everyone starts. Mm-hmm. It's if you're getting to that point, you probably already have a business. You probably already know what you're doing, but you just want to do it a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't want to do it better and you want to do it better, there's baking. with <laughs> Actually, market. a lot of people who join sugar cookie marketing are in the they are in the right mindset. They haven't started. Okay. Um, but they're they're going down those that right, right pipeline. But baking would could you do baking with sugar cookie marketing and not even plan yeah. to sell yet? Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's it. Like my dough is spreading, my frosting is crazy. <laughs> there are craters everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the spitting moon out on.
2: names. She does not. Make. There's a heat sealer she issue one hundred and one.
0: <laughs> and then we have the sugar cookie bookies, which is a book club that was. Crowdsourced by the group members who wanted to do a little brain investment. Yeah. Really like it, and then Laura kind of heads it up between tomato harvestings and cinnamon. Cinnamon, she's on a she's on a roll, roll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she really she took a class from Meredy in the group Meredy taught an amazing live on cinnamon rolls around Christmas time but Laura found out that wherever she lives they're addicted to hand delivered cinnamon rolls and that's that's been bankrolling so she runs the Sugar Cookie Bookies and they have a book each month that they all dive into I am a part of that group. Do I read? No. But do I cheer them on? Their books are really good. Uh, When she did the Deep Work book, which everyone's heard of Deep Work by Gal Newport, but no one reads it. But I read it with them. And I got to say, that one did a little life-changing. So they're all business-focused books or mindset-focused books. And I could say, if you do not read books, I don't read books. I listen to them. Highly, highly recommend. It is a great way to learn very Efficiently. And if you're baking like me and decorating, I love listening while I'm doing it. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great one. I love that one. So, and then there's the paid group, the Cookie College, which we'll talk about in a second. So, there's four groups under this canopy I Do not cooking. be asking for other groups, kids. Yeah, we've <laughs> run out of resources. <laughs> this, we're, is we're, it. this is all we got. So, it was like can we have a group for Cutter's Reason that I always could. I think it's called Anything Goes Cookies. Yeah. Um, then we have the podcast, which is what you're listening to now. You can listen or refer someone to it if you think they'd be interested at There's a Podcast. TeresaPodcast.com. It does look like Teresa. <laughs> and for Teresa, and I'm going to slaughter her last name, Windcamp. Uh, Every time I type, there's a podcast, it tries to tag her. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, right, Teresa. If I ever tag you, sorry. Uh, you can call or text in or mail in. We'll never check the mail, so don't worry about that. Or you can watch it on YouTube now, which I'm trying to transpose these audio files over yeah. to a YouTube playlist so you can kind of search specific things. So instead of having to listen to us for an entire hour, you can get a nugget of wisdom. Yeah, so she's broken it down. So if you're like, I think I remember they talked about farmers markets. One, we've only gotten to episode five, but it's created twenty <laughs> episodes. Oh, twenty. Oh, no, again, good. Yeah. Okay, it's a it's a work in progress. Okay, so now the group resources, kind of like things that like you can come here for free, get all the stuff, mm-hmm. and, and then leave. So we got the podcast which you're listening to now, the Wednesday newsletter. It sends out on Wednesday. I don't understand Wednesdays. why you called it Wednesday, and I was really trying to figure it out. Wednesday, you get one tip. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Oh, on a Wednesday. Yeah. It used to be two, two Tuesday. And you got two tips, two things, two things. Oh, You yeah. got to note: strength and weaknesses. That was <laughs> so I said I can write that. up one long form content like last week. we Yeah, covered. I like that. I read that. Yeah, yeah. So that I kind of prefer that content myself anyways. Yeah. And then Facebook makes it very hard to link to it an does. active post it so does. a lot of people were getting errors and it was just frustrating yeah for all everybody. right okay uh so the wednesday newsletter so if you sign up today you can find it at pin post you'll get an email from me tomorrow at 10 and the reason why we do the newsletter is because you can't be in the group at all times but there's a lot of juicy content that's going around throughout the week so we choose one of the the bigger no i picked pick from the podcast now never mind <laughs> thanks <laughs> i read that last week. <laughs> You should sign up. I didn't read it. news. I'll be signing up. (laughs) Group discount. So that's a great one. We have a lot of people who want to reached group members and we said sure you can sell to them as long as you give them a little little discount, a little break so yeah the group discount codes if you ever find one that doesn't work let us know and i can go and delete it or see if you can get the person that's yeah. offering it updated the only rule to be listed in the group discount is that the discount doesn't expire in a year and it so, has to be baking related it can't be like you're selling roofs or something yeah it's got to be like baking supplies cookie cutter scribes um, if you have a digital download, I know some people add those. Those um, just it has Someone to be very sprinkles closely. Sprinkles is on there. there. have clear bags. Has a ten percent discount there. Yeah. and then the sponsors have discounts. So A corebackers backers and Bakery Bakes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great resource. I mean, if you at least check that, download it, and before you make a purchase and see always, if you can. I always use <laughs> a, a lot of cookie cutter shops. I always use that, <laughs> Right. I think it's a phenomenal one. Um, if you want to add a discount because you have a shop, you can do that in that pin post as well. Ooh. You just click to a Google form and it will auto populate on that list. Awesome. Um, announcements. Okay, that's what we're reading now. But announcements constantly come up as we make updates to the group, or as a Facebook Live is coming. Mm-hmm. I usually pin an active Facebook Live so you can catch it for 24 hours as an announcement. Otherwise, you can find it in the events. Um, the membership Go for, directory. like a little bit. Of what is the we're going to get there? In a second. Okay. All right. Resource. Wow. wow. Another wow. list. <laughs> the membership directory. Some people have questions about that, but what we found in the group that is a lot of people ask, "Hey, is anyone located in X Y Z city? I have a lead for you." Well, those posts get uh hard to find because you're pretty time sensitive at that point. Yeah. So we thought instead of having to be that like Is please help me find me look at me. You can submit your information in a re- in a directory listing for the group Um, we update it every year because some people drop in and out of selling and in that directory listing someone could search for your name and city state and then send you this lead yeah so if i i don't really know any of the towns over in ohio but if someone reached out to me and i can't ship i can actually go to that little list and find anyone in Akron, Ohio and be like oh I have a lead for you do you think you can take it it's Right for the state also if you wanted to order something for a friend everyone knows sugar cookies are a great Absolutely. resource so you can just use that plus you got the sugar cookie marketing hopefully mentality of being kind and being great to your people customers. People like, everyone on this list charges their worth? Let me not use <laughs> me me not <laughs> Smart. And if you want to sign up for the directory listing, there's a link there. State Cottage Food Group. So we found that in the group, a lot of people asked state-specific questions where we kind of are a global group, I guess, Yeah. Um, with 99% of you in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but if we can't answer it, go ask in your state local food group. Yeah, uh, like, like we have a Virginia cookiers group and any state specific things we go there and we chat and we can send leads specifically to the yeah. group so you might some have states have labeling requirements some states yeah. don't some states have uh, income caps some states don't so there's some things that we can't help with but go ask in your local and group. if you can't find a local one that might be an awesome thing for you to start my volume is on <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you I would say but you have to like you know any group an active group is one that is well organized <laughs> that is well managed that has rules. Um, and that is constantly put into it. We used to just talk to ourselves in Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. Corey would sit across the room good old and be like, I'm making a post. Can you like it? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. It's a crappy post. <laughs> 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 we'll just like it. <laughs> uh, then we have the group files, which I just cleaned out for 2022. We'll start adding new files for you this clean year. You cleaned it out in April? People begged. I said I was going to clean it out in January, and they begged. And then yeah. I said I was going to clean it out in February, and they begged. And so April, and then it's so funny because yesterday I cleaned it out, yeah, which requires deleting the post, saw, yeah. Wow. And someone said, "Where's the link to this?" <laughs> it's there, you find it. You find it. <laughs> uh, pinned hashtag. So I'll clean up that a little bit more. But the hashtags in the group now we can feature specific hashtags. Before it was just kind of it a, was kind of a crapshoot. Oh, to say that. What would be a good fudge shoot? Crudge shoot. Oh, that sounds bad, too. <laughs> okay, the now the Facebook Lives. Now, one of the biggest, I think, resources of the yeah, Sugar Marketing Group is the members teaching free Facebook Lives. Now, these are free, and they're crowdsourced, meaning we don't have a lot of control over what's taught, but I've watched majority of these, and they're just content, value-added yeah. content throughout. Um, the Facebook Lives are always in the Events tab, but I have a public group Google Calendar you can subscribe to, which gives you a... Ten-minute notification ahead of a Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. I always add the event details and the name so you know what's coming. Um, all the past past Facebook lives, sorry, fast and past, fast and past. There are a lot. <laughs> um, we had over a hundred Facebook Lives taught in this group, and they're about think photography, think editing, think um, farmers markets, pop-ups, shop-ups. Yeah, and you can down, you can save that. You can click on that link and download it, or save a copy, or just save that. Uh, link i updated every time a new facebook live is added. it yeah. um it'll include the person's name who's teaching it the date and time the name and the link to their event now mm-hmm. the facebook lives are not ever hosted in the events they're hosted in the main group but i will link to it in that event yeah so is. if you were looking for a past live and you're like oh i want to watch it you can always go to the discussion portion of that past live and you can find it pinned at the top there one caveat is that we don't own this content so we if somebody chooses to delete it there's nothing i can do about Stop. that sorry yep Right now, I don't think there's many of them that are deleted. But if someone's profile got hacked or something, you can't do, it, yeah. can't do anything. Um, so then abbreviations. So there are a lot of abbreviations that people don't know Did you add means. FOMO in there? No, I forgot. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good we one. we a lot. Okay. Oh few minutes ago. Okay, so SEM, SEMG, that's the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. Yeah. TCC or CC, that's the cookie college. Oh. No. Yeah, somebody had asked, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can okay, see. Okay, okay. Um, TLDR is too long didn't read, which means like if you if this post Corey writes a book and she adds a TLDR, you can get the summary of the post in about sentence. Yeah, so you don't have to read for so five it's hours. Too long, I'm not gonna read it. Let me find the TLDR. That's from Reddit. ETA um, I always thought that meant like estimated time of arrival. So I had to Google it. It means edited to add. That yeah, means so they went if back you post and changed something, something. And you need to change something. Like so you maybe left out a few details people needed. You could do edited to add. And It is courteous to do it because people will comment at the original post and like the, the missing information. And then the other people who come back will say like, "Why are you asking that? She clearly <laughs> yeah. wrote it right there." So edited to add is always a nice little. Yeah, I like that uh op i use that one too much it's original poster it's a person who made the post yeah instead of trying to remember how someone spelled their name and slaughtering it you just say op yeah so like hey guys op didn't ask that question so let's not tell them a bunch of opinions on how we think their shred should look uh a f a i k as far as i know that one took me forever to figure out afk away from keyboard Oh, that's very sound. <laughs> he constantly says it to me in real life. I say, I know, you're standing in front of me. Of course you are away from the keyboard. Uh, FTFY, fixed it for you. That means somebody probably made an edit in the comments. Um, you would say fixed it for you because someone didn't uh, have left out printed yeah, in information, so, something yeah. like that. Uh, use that one kindly. We don't want to fix it for them if they didn't necessarily <laughs> ask your this. whole business model for you. <laughs> AMA, ask me anything. Uh, so we no, have an really AMA coming happen, up. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. God. Uh, Lisa Frost is doing an AMA for her. She has a bakery in D.C. launched in the pandemic, and they've got some pretty cool things. So she's saying, I'll give you a tour, and then an AMA. Ask her anything. True. Sure. So nothing's off limits, mostly. You. Right. Why MMV, your mileage may vary, which just insinuates, like, you'll have different results. I did this. It worked. Your results may vary. I've yet to see that one posted. I know. T-I-L. Today I learned. Today I learned, so it'd be a summary of something. Thinking, that Today but... I learned that Heather is the favorite one. <laughs> Good. NSFW, not safe for work. That means there's adult content there. Not safe for work means don't open this, don't expand this. If you're in a work job where somebody could look over yeah. your shoulder or if you're with a underage person. Mm-hmm. Typically, no, we use it the... sounds crazy. It's about those coo- adult themed cookies. Yeah. So we we actually, instead of just using the not safe for work acronym, we have a graphic that you can snag and then you can post it in the comments section right. there. But if it's not safe for work, you see that tag or someone said, hey, this is NSFW, what they're saying is, hey, you need to go find that graphic before your yes. post gets deleted in about two seconds. Y, S, K, you should know. That one's more I would just see on the internet in general, but just in cover. I, T, T, in this thread will be like, in the thread, everyone telling OP, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's for a repetitive. Um, somebody would say that, like, hey, the comments are getting really repetitive yeah. in this thread. Is this one thing? Uh, if you know, you know. I'm not even going to... Sp- I-Y-K-Y-K. But it's just an acronym it's you use a lot. It's coming up a lot. It's trending. Yeah. If you know, you know. That's kind of like an inside joke. Like, you know, the beast, guys, you know, you I, know. I cheated on my husband with Eddie. If you know, you know. Eddie's a printer. Yeah. But otherwise, it sounds like you're cheating on your husband and confessing in a cookie <laughs> <proof>. <laughs> Uh And then Eddie is the printer. He's a sponsor. But he's not a, he's not a he. He's an printer. object. That prints. But his name is Eddie. They name the product Eddie. So when people say yeah, Eddie, it's- it causes a bit of confusion there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's many more acronyms. I'll add FOMO, fear of missing out. It's a marketing tactic. Uh Um, Group websites, we have the sugar cookie marketing websites, just kind of a single page lander (laughs) and then the cookie college which is the next point the cookie college is a paid membership within sugar cookie marketing group designed for people who want to next level type marketing content you gain access to 60 plus courses a private facebook group free content to share on your socials business workshops and additional podcasts uh we keep adding things it's a blast so you can sign up for the monthly sign up for the yearly and get two months off or sign up for just digital downloads we also have a spring break going on that's what we're talking about later in this podcast oh my goodness you're crazy uh, the podcast sponsors are Bakity Bake, Cass, Iron, and Eddie. And the group sponsors are AE Core Backers and Sweet Pink Olive. And then there's some discount codes there. And then our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, yes. Pinterest. Hey, Twitter. LinkedIn does Twitter. get posted too. Oh, you posted about scams. Yeah. (laughs) And then the weekly posting schedule. Elizabeth Toth had recommended this. I thought it was a good idea. On Sundays, we do the cookie cutter winner. That means somebody who's active. (laughs) Randomly. (laughs) When I remember. But that means somebody on Sunday wins a free cookie cutter from the Sweet Pink Olive uh, cookie cutter shop. Mm -hmm. um, Because they were active in the group. Helped somebody. Did some good stuff. Yeah. Put out good juju vibes. Mm -hmm. And then on Monday, there's nothing. (laughs) On Tuesdays, we have the podcast, which you're listening to now. On Wednesdays, we have Wednesday wins and the Wednesday newsletter. Yeah. Uh, Thursdays, there's nothing. Great. Right. Sometimes every other Thursday, I do a Facebook Live. True. She does. On Friday, it's show off your bakes in the baking group only. Only. And then Saturday, it looks like a cold and lonesome desert. <laughs> as you're, well. you're doing drop offs and pickups, man. Uh, searching the group is a great option. There's so much content that's posted in this group. Over how many posts? It's over 1,000 posts a month, 2,800. 2,800 mm. posts a month. <laughs> Goodness. Gladness. Uh, you can use the search feature, but also using the hashtag um, feature that Facebook is trying to fix a little bit. That'll be a great way. So photography tips. Uh, Corey will use that hashtag. I don't you should try to. Okay. We I always them. name any photography tip is always called photography tip. It starts with that. You can go back and tag your content. Gosh, I do in the cookie college. Um, behind the scenes, there's two admins, me and Corey. Corey's floating under Corey Mira. Yes, because the other Corey Miracle (laughs) Miracle got in trouble. Our last name is Miracle. Not that we think we are Miracles. Um, But we're just merely the stewards of the group. So in this sugar cookie marketing group, we try to add content. But a lot of it's just making sure that the group is healthy and pruned. Prune. I like that. I'm a pruner. Do you eat prunes? You should. No. Your kidneys would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> they will not be happy with a Then there is two mods. Uh, Courtney and Amy, they work behind the scenes religiously deleting stuff constantly. Um, but, again, they're just stewards of the group. We don't want to make them angry, and we don't want to make them upset. Because if they don't do it, then I'll have to. And they are doing it for free. <laughs> right. So I would say if you guys could respect their time, uh, Courtney is a new mother. That makes her total count of two. And Amy is a mother of five. How they manage to also be a mother of 33,000 is beyond me. <laughs> They're good moms. They're my mom, too. <laughs> uh, PMing a mod or admin will not get an answer because I've actually asked everyone not to reply to those. It's kind of hard to manage communication if you guys are ma- messaging one admin. So if you, want a me- if you want a message about the page or you thought there was an issue with your post or something, you can message Sugar Cookie Marketing Group's Facebook page. Yeah. And that way, we- I can access it and Corey can access it and you can get a more efficient answer I, and so much so I've actually turned off the ability to send me a message and I had <laughs> yeah. to follow suit because I was getting PTSD for messages meant to Heather that were <laughs> sent to me <laughs> Heather's not accepting messages though so. then we went through the group rules which I'm not going to breach you guys with since we did that last week that was fun <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you if you feel like your post was deleted in error you can actually submit an appeal and a link that is linked in this
2: wow
0: and then it's just kind of the group goals marketing, sales, pricing packaging and photography if it makes you more money and doesn't go into the oven, let's talk about it in this group. Mm-hmm. Cool. If it spreads, other group. If it spreads money, and well, <laughs> this group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was a good intro. If you're not in the group, we invite you to join us in there. And if there. you're in the group and didn't know a lot about this stuff, check that Check that. Like that pinpoint. Place, pin place is a great place to get you some information. (laughs) I'm so hungry. (laughs) Okay, so we want to dive in. Since we've combined marketing minutes in the business of baking, we're choosing to go with the business of baking. If you are in Sugar Cookie Marketing Group or in the Cookie College, you are going to start making more sales. It has been proven over and over how many makers have gone guess what? before you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like what we're saying is newfangled information. It's <laughs> just a law of economics repurpose for cookies. Yeah. So if... If you are in the group and you are implementing what you learn, you are going to start to make more sales. And a lot of times we're like, all right, best of luck, bye. But then what happens when the influx of sales and the influx of work happens? What happens with the home life? Oh, it's a wreck. <laughs> it turns into a home wreck. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you guys because I've been in business for a while for myself and my husband and my child have had to learn together how to make it work together. So tell people what's your family structure is so we get a little more context here. So I work all the time. My husband is a full-time police officer, so he has a set schedule and his days offer randomly a lot of times during the work week um Then my son, he's a twelve-year-old, and he goes to school and then to aftercare. So there's a lot. To so private school, so you gotta drive in there. I have to drive in there. <laughs> and I'll then you have three, have three pets. I have three pets. I have sweet baby Ray. Is our he's not little. He's not a e- baby English, English bulldog. Sixty, eighty pounds, seventy-five something. pounds, and he's getting right to have a birthday. He doesn't. We give him fillet every day. Every day is a birthday, a birthday for, for him, but he is turning six in May. <laughs> then you have Fuzz Aldrin. Fuzz Aldrin, named very after odd Fuzz cat. Aldrin, but he is a long-haired exotic Persian, love of my life. And then you have Rube Tube. <laughs> Rube Tube. The Ruby Kitty is Ruby a cat. Ruby is a generic issue cat that Corey rescued from Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got her what 12, 11 or twelve years ago. Yeah, she's my OG. So that's a lot of bodies. That's a lot that of mean things moving. food. That's a. I mean, there's. I mean, Amy has five kids, so I'd be curious what her perspective right, well, is. Like you that. have one, and you're suffering. <laughs> <laughs> we had an issue this morning. <laughs> and not that I can speak to marriage or relationships, but I have no kids. <laughs> She has two snakes. No husband. <laughs> and she was dating a snake before. <laughs> right. So I have two pet snakes. They need to be fed every six weeks. But Heather comes from the idea that she can let work overtake her entire life because she has no friends. And I feel like <laughs> I put in some well, I am dating a guy, but he lives seven hundred miles away, so So you can really let work kind right. of And it can run rampant. And then I find myself, while well, no one burn is out. saying you burn out. And yeah. and uh have an animosity towards emails. And then I get an animosity towards my – not towards my – my husband gets it towards <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, he did slap me in the face in the middle of the night. On accident. On accident. Corey, your he flopped ex- it over. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband's a giant dude. Giant. Giant. He can't – like he just like flings his body in the middle of the night to turn over because he gets hot but then his hand just kept like, it was just in my face space. <laughs> I kept yeah, like, he brought back. all that attitude into <laughs> So all that to say is, Corey has a perspective of more individuals in a household, and I had the perspective of work being in my relationship, my primary. Mm-hmm. But you got to have good work-home-life balance, especially when you're a business owner. Yeah. And what we don't want you to do is start getting more sales, getting the success and then getting angry at that. So there's some things that we implement in our own lives that we can share. And you might have something else that you've implemented in your life that really helps. And we'd, we'd invite you to share that with the group if you want to after this podcast. Um, but we'll talk about the things that have worked for us. Um, internal. This has actually really worked well for so this my is family internal within your family, within my, my family. So on the refrigerator downstairs we have one of those what is it whiteboard calendars and on that calendar is anything for the three of us so my husband me and my son goes on that calendar it is not a specific thing it just lets everyone know there's something happening on that day so i use just the word cookies so they'll know there's a cookie order if the word cookies is shown written up on there i think a lot of what you're going to hear in this little segment is going to come down to expert communication skills yeah and it's just because humans don't mind things, they do mind not being told about things. Yeah. So yeah. having this communal calendar in a high traffic spot, the fridge. Yeah. Uh, allows all of you guys at a glance to be communicated with far in advance for the month exactly so the month we're going into it with expectations to know like okay Corey cannot be reached on this Thursday and this Friday because she took too many orders and now we'll pay the price (laughs) right or a Saturday if we have a class a Saturday I'll put cookie class on there um if I'm out of town. And then town, it goes crazy on crazy schedule, it helps you guys. Yeah, stay. so Nate puts a little line when he's working, when he's not working, so I know what to expect when he'll be at home, when do I need to maybe give him a little bit more attention, or when can I do 100% towards work? Now, here's the thing that I think is really important, that many people probably, not that I can speak to this, let me be the first to say, I do not have children, but if I did, pray for them. <laughs> I don't want kids for that reason. <laughs> you have to pray for them. But I think letting Archer, 12 years old, have access to the same calendar is important because kids need to be communicated with. Too. He do, and he has access to put it. And we told him like how to write on there, so it's not like just like his name like Scribblen. ran across the scribbled thing. I'm sent to YouTube, creating a YouTube channel now. He's been <laughs> emailing, he's been pestering me as we b- build out his brand. <laughs> um, so having this this internal calendar that is just quick for everyone to see really sets the expectations. In my cookie room, there's a giant calendar for only my cookie related things, so I can put all the details, like exactly what if they you know how much they've Paid. What their theme is, the name of the customer. So, um, a fridge calendar, high level, high level. Cookie calendar, details. Yes. Yeah, so, if my husband says, "Oh, she has cookies," and then he can go up to my cookie room, not like he ever does, but he can look on there and be like, "Oh, it's a five dozen order." I'm not going to see my wife tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. A, I, I like the separation of the two calendars because when calendar shared calendars get too finite, you actually lose people who aren't really that finite. That's my big issue That's is me. that I over email. And details. I add her email details. Yeah. So I lose gory if I have too many bulleted points in an email. So for her, I'll keep high-level outtakes towards the top. Like, here's what you need to know. If you want further details, look below. Yeah. So She never well, looks below. I love those little details at the top. <laughs> <laughs> a summary. So I like that a lot. Okay, now, external. This is external to your family, but it will go in it- a long and far and it making will your client come your back family. into your family this will make three groups happy at your clients yourself and your family Amen. so with external it comes down to client expectations and Corey and i talked about this when we really like it blackout dates i mean you know they're blackout dates when you go to ski mountains or when you go to disney world but blackout dates are absolutely nothing can come through on these dates yeah so it's a respect to your family absolutely if you have a date night planned that is a blackout date nothing will trump that if you have a kid's birthday party hey blackout date here's the thing boundaries abide by blackout dates there's no order you take on a black date it just doesn't exist yeah that blackout date so to take an order on a blackout date that you've communicated with your family is like this is an absolute you'll have my full time and attention to take that order will be disrespectful to your family and to the client because the client needs boundaries as well yeah and it's okay to have days off. <laughs> I think they're. I, that's what I said. We're working and we're organizing and doing all the stuff so that we can enjoy our days yeah. off more effectively. Yeah. And, and fully in a lot of times, as you're growing your business, a lot of us have learned the hard way that you say yes to everything. Every sale that comes in, I have to say yes to I'm building my business. I need this sale. But you're going to burn out really fast. And not every sale is the right sale for you. And guess what? If you pass on the sale that's on your blackout date, they will find another cook here to support. And that is okay, too. It's helping the whole industry. <laughs> in fact, ha- give them the list of That's what I do. And maybe hey. scratch the other baker's back and that baker will scratch Amen. yours. Amen. Um, vacation away message autoresponders. I really like these ones. They're so easy to set up. I know how to do it in Google. I think Microsoft Outlook is pretty much the same. That means any message that comes across, you can send out without you having to click the send button, an automated message with any information you need that client. This is my favorite thing to do. Because in my away message or in my autoresponder on Gmail is the link to order. And in the link to order, my blackout dates are already listed. (laughs) I'm going to say this. I'm going to say my peoples, my peoples, my peoples who love to provide as much information as possible. I'm going to say, I'm going to challenge you to audit your vacation autoresponder and shorten it up quite a bit. Yeah. To adjust the most necessary information for the next step. Um, I am the person who likes to provide Every possible it's amount of information, moment. and nobody reads it. Yeah. So when you can kind of like trim that short up quite sweet. a bit, short and sweet, you're going to provide them just enough information to make the next step. Yes. Um, I know why I'm saying this is because I email a lot of you guys, and I get your autoresponders, and I see myself which ones I read and which ones I delete. Yeah, um, not that I need it. I just is sending an email, and you guys have it set up, <laughs> but I find myself like, oh, that one's really long. I'm never going to read it. Um, or that one's really short. I'm going to give it a once over because I'm nosy and want to know what you're up to. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Facebook autoresponder. Is Facebook facing a lot of glitches when it comes to Messenger? Yes. But to have your Facebook autoresponder set up is saving you time, which you can u- then use that time to be efficient in your business, even directing traffic. If, if it says, hey, I actually don't take orders through Facebook it's Messenger, me. click here to place an order. It's one less time you're away from the things that you actually want to do, mm-hmm. doing the things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Love it. And I use Jotform to intake my orders and I can do blackout dates. So if I have, if my calendar is filled till you know, June, I can turn off the ability to order on those dates Mm-hmm. In am I missing Guess what? sales? Blackout dates with yes. no option around. Them. Am I missing sales? Yes, do I know? No. <laughs> and yeah, and that's fine because it's I almost better that you don't know. Yes. I and I could charge a recipe and do it, but no, I am acknowledging that I cannot work all you the time. It. It's a w- home work life Balance. And that means both sides must give so that both sides can win. Yes. Um, another one set hours. Now, I know that people love to say, well, I, I, you can access me 24 7. That shouldn't be. Mm-mm. You should say you can access me nine to five or you Unless can access you at a to hospital. F-
2: No one has died. And they're not really trying.
0: Corey had to get her (laughs) kidney check and she waited eight hours. (laughs) They have their boundaries. Um, Yeah. Have your set hours on Facebook. When you set hours on Facebook and you're not 24 hour open, you Mm -hmm. actually get the ability to set up an away message. You can't do that if you're open 24 seven. Yes. And you can set that on Google My Business. You can have hours. I'm. I'm not saying that our jobs aren't important, but I am saying that I don't think anyone's passed away prematurely from not getting an, a response for a cookie order within yes. five minutes. At Twelve in the morning. I had an order last week, and she emailed me at one in the morning. I got back to her during my nine to five. She responded again at two in the morning the next night, and I got back to her nine to five. Guess what? The sale ended up happening. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'll be honest. I go to bed late. I don't expect replies. I am sending you an email, but not to disrespect you, but just because this is aren't my working hours and they don't align with yours. So mm-hmm. reply whenever. I'm not expecting a reply. When people do reply after hours and I can people could be like, You're disrespecting theirs. I don't know, man. I gotta send this email. I could schedule it, but whatever. If I send an email and they reply, I almost think like, Oh, didn't expect you to reply, I didn't want you to. I hope you enjoy your weekend. And sometimes in my emails I'll say, Don't worry about replying until Monday. Yeah. And with me and my business boundary, when Heather emails me every Sunday with a to-do list. I swipe that bad boy going to sound right back. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't answer my following text. <laughs> you skipped one there, automated payment, but I want you to talk oh, about it. Yeah. Automated payment acceptance. So this is your business. You run it how you want to. I see a lot of you guys sending invoices and then sending a payment, a uh, place where they can pay. Mm. If those two are connected, because I know Square forces you to generate an invoice and they can pay through that generation, awesome. Um, But for those who either accept 50% payment now, 50% later, or I'm going to invoice you and then I'm going to send you the ability to pay, you've added an extra step. And steps take time. Mm -hmm. Um, I prefer consolidating that into a single step. Then you say, well, well, I'm not going to get orders if people don't want to pay up front. There you go. It's a boundary, man. Yeah. correspondence eats up a lot of time. I know people think, oh, just an email, It'll take me five seconds. They don't take five seconds. They actually take upwards of 10 to 15 minutes. And it takes a lot of brain capacity. I just want to talk about this. When my when I'm thinking in my business and then my son comes and asks a question like, what's for dinner? My brain is so wrapped up in these business to-do tasks that I then can potentially become short with him. Like, dude, I'm working. It's in that Cal Newport book. He calls it attention something. Uh, something where your attention actually takes 15 to 30 minutes to switch back over to the task at, that you were doing before. Absolutely. So then it is making my relationship with my son a little bit more tense because is the question, what's for dinner, a bad question? No, we're all hungry. I'm hungry right now. And chili is for lunch. Mm-hmm. okay so (laughs) so um being able to cut down on the time that you're spending in your business because you become efficient is going to help your relationships yeah so removing that invoicing and then sending over payment options is going to clean that up quite a bit it's going to free up a lot of time um i really like it i actually have my phone, and I'm going to talk about this in a second, it turns off my work email after 5. So I don't know it's there. Mm-hmm. There's no stress created because I don't know it's there. I won't turn back on again until 9 the next morning. And I have the innate ability to ignore emails
1: Chris. that are after
0: 5. It needs to be steady. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, to be fully honest with you, I actually only have it pinged tw- twice a day. So for the it turns on at 10 and then turns back off and it turns on again at 4 and turns back Guess off. Guess what? World, world's still turning. Uh, no one's passed away. Yet from uh, the next is pickup times. Do morning pickups. Hey, I'm not a morning person. And guess what? If you have a morning pickup, you have freed the rest of your day. And it's not an all day pickup thing. You have a two hour set time. Your customers want the cookies. They've already paid. They're going to show up. Have a morning pickup so the rest of your day can be free. This is how I run my life. And it really makes any of those Saturday pickup times not so stressful. You know because why? Then I can You're eating your frog. Eating my frog. It's out the way. So that, that whole book, Eat That Frog by uh, Tracy, uh, Brian Tracy. Basically says do the hardest thing first so the rest of your day is yes. free, and when you do morning pickups, but I don't like them, like, I hate it. Just get it out of the way. Eat your frog, and then the rest of your day you can spend doing things without in the back of your mind thinking, oh now I got pickups. Yeah, and and you can do that. That could be the time you spend with your family. That's the, the time you get your house back in order, so maybe you can chill on Sunday. Now the next one we talk about it endlessly. Here we should call the baking boundary podcast at this point. <laughs> but setting hard boundaries for no shows and late shows. Here's the thing. If you don't have a policy set up, you can't expect someone to abide by what they don't know. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, well, they didn't show up, and now I'm on the hook to sit and stare at my porch for five hours, hoping that they will. That is miserable. Yeah, so Corey and I will say, if you don't show up by two, we'll donate your kit. Yeah. For That's it. That's D-N-Y it. Kits. They know. I've communicated it. And if they don't show up, Corey and I get to go to lunch. So, so much so that we actually schedule dinner at 2.30 yeah. that day.
1: To make sure
0: that we are abiding by our own boundaries. Now, with custom orders and things like that, if they don't show up, I do not mind just setting it on the porch. I do say, hey, it's really hot outside, so condensation is going to do its thing, so I would rush if I were you. <laughs> yeah, but policies, the more hard your boundaries are, the less stress you'll be around your family. No, okay, you can have all the time in the world set aside for your family, but if you're a stress bucket, they're going to be like, girl. Yeah. Guy. Come on. And then also goes to client expectations too is I let them know, hey, I have things to you do after your pickup time. It you know, I work full time. I'm it let's go over and then the night before they get one recap email um that says, Okay, here's I'm here's the address, here's the time I'm expecting to see you, here's my Sometimes cell phone number Detect me if anything arises or you face traffic. Even like when I send out like cookie class reminders, I hyperlink to the Google Maps so they can click and end up in the right location. Because the less questions they have for me, the more time I have for mm. me. Yes. <laughs> okay, batching your week. Now, I really like this one. This is from a couple of different books that I've read, but I've actually implemented it. It frustrates everybody because they don't get instant replies from me. Mm-hmm. But like my Wednesday is dedicated to my day job. My Thursday is dedicated to the cookie college. My Tuesday is dedicated to this podcast and Wednesday newsletter. That means on these days that I only perform those actions. Mm -hmm. And it sets an expectation with somebody like a client. Hey, you can expect a reply from me in about seven business days if they reply from a Wednesday to a Wednesday or on Wednesday. Um, Now, batching your week as a cookier would look something like this. On Mondays, it's invoicing and follow-up. On Tuesdays, it's baking. And on Wednesdays, it's baking. On Thursdays, it's morning pickups on Fridays, it's admin work. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's going to be different for everybody as your business are are at different levels. She's just giving you an idea of how that would work so you can kind of see it in your mind and be like, okay, I think I can do that. Now, one thing I, you know, I've seen Corey suffer with is having pickups on random days because pickup days are kind of stressful, right? You got Mm -hmm. people running behind, people forgetting, people running late. If you can manage all that stress to a single day, Then you can see an overview of exactly what that day's pickup times are. Like at one, I have Susan. At two, I have Steve. At three, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if at four, I have dinner scheduled because that's the end of it. And so you can say, I like to squish all my most stressful tasks into one day so I can dread just that day. Yeah. And then when that day's over, you're yeah, you're a-ok. Okay. Right. So batching work has actually been a great way of staying on top of stuff because all invoicing and follow up will be done on Mondays. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like that with the batching your work your work week too. This is something, and I know Heather doesn't have kids, so she can't speak to it. Um, but I take my son. I do not work on Sundays, and if I do, it's because people are ignoring me. Are they Sunday's now? Sauna days. No, Sun. Sundays. <laughs> like son- yes. <laughs> So Heather knows every Sunday I take my 12-year-old to lunch, just me and him. It's a day that I can focus on just our relationship. Um, we go to just this casual restaurant that we've gone to for a bazillion years. Yeah, a Taco Bell. That's like <laughs> California tortilla. It's like a chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a chipotle. Um, but it's, it's something that he knows. He has expectations that that day in that moment is meant for him. If something comes up and, you know, life happens and it, it's out of the ordinary that we don't go to lunch on that day. Yeah, and he now has a f- sense of importance. You know, his his importance isn't pushed to the side because I so make Sundays a time where I can recoup um, and regenerate, and then spend some time with him. My my husband just asked me to bring take home to him. So, was that why I was asking? Yeah. Uh, okay, now time management tools. You do you're not alone. You have some assists, and I can speak to these because. I, you can look at me and be like, well, Heather, you don't have kids. You should be working. Like, no, no, no. I was miserable. <laughs> and I didn't have kids. I was more miserable if I did. Um, but time management tools have really helped me be able to manage my time so that at 930, at 930, I'm in bed. At 9 o'clock, sometimes you're not yeah i'm right it's just sometimes I okay. little are all over. but i actually have smart plugs i should have added this one i have these smart plugs casa your computer just turn off while you're typing it, the whole room <laughs> even fever weaver lemon squeebert is uh, shocked by uh what happened so I, all the smart plugs will actually turn off in the office at nine which signals you got you got yeah. to go it's like back in the day when they would where would they flash the lights so, To get us quiet. go, go. (laughs) (laughs) So I done that a couple of cookie classes. Guys, leave. (laughs) Uh, So these Casa Smart Plugs, I have them set up for, like, diffuser. So the diffuser upstairs will start, and I'll get, like – I'm Not just going to have to it, see you upstairs. The, feels, the <laughs> okay. feels upstairs is going to start. <laughs> i like to go to bed. out lavender so you can start Absolutely. <laughs> it's an incentive to switch rooms. Uh, but here's some of my favorite time management tools. I drag Corey kicking and screaming to Google Calendar. Uh, my Google Calendar, I actually have a over and i know this sounds crazy 10 google calendar sub calendars so i have one for birthdays so that way i can just quickly glance at my calendar (laughs) she knew when my um ex-mother-in-law's birthday (laughs) you know i like to keep tabs on everybody (laughs) (laughs) tell peggy i set up a birthday uh i have one for my subscriptions when subscriptions renew that way i'm not hit sideways when it's a full price renewal Uh uh-huh yeah and i can cancel if i want to so as soon as i make a purchase of a subscription model i'll add it to that calendar this is the day i purchase it this is when the renewal i set it and forget it Uh uh-huh and uh I have ones that are with like the eat that frogs scenario. so I'll build out my week of frog eating, so I know exactly which frogs I got to eat when. Mm-hmm. And then what other ones? We have? Traveling, uh, if I have a traveling, so I can share that one with Corey if I need her to know that I'm not going to be here. And then I have one with the guy I'm dating that's 700 miles away because it's hard to keep on top of things, so I can just set him forget it. He can access that calendar whenever. You can access my calendar whenever. For some reason, I have a lot of access to your personal calendar. <laughs> Like, oh, due. Electric, <laughs> electric! <laughs> Don't forget to lay the trash. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it's okay. everything. Uh, I really like Google calendars, and then you can share Google calendars with the respective people that are involved. So if mm-hmm. you have a cookie calendar, Corey could share it with me so that I know. Or oh, then I have a sugar cookie marketing group calendar and a cookie college calendar. That way, the cookie college kids know what to expect. The sugar cookie marketing people mm-hmm. know what to expect. So my husband, while it would be awesome to be able to share a calendar with him, is like
1: he's off the grid (laughs) uses a
0: potato as a phone it just doesn't serve him the purpose but if you have um you know older kids who have cell phones and a husband who's in the 21st century you could share those calendars and you guys could have a family calendar where you guys are adding things on there's some cool apps for family calendars like these physical calendars that live on the wall i think i'm pretty almost made me want to have a kid and then i realized i didn't (laughs) (laughs) uh a budgeting app like YNAB to track in real time financial goals. Now, YNAB is an acronym for you need a budget. Our older sister works there, I get no perks at all, but I've actually been using it for over two years. Now, why would I say a budgeting app as far as communication? When you're working so much, a lot of times if people don't know why you're working, they think that you're just addicted to working. Yeah, workaholic. Right. So when you can say, hey, family, you can create a family budget in Wynab. You can say, hey, family, here's our budget for this Disney trip. Here's what we're saving for. Here's why we're working. It gets Mm -hmm. everyone on the same financial goal so that working doesn't look like this aimless way of wasting your time and just hoarding money like Scrooge McDuck style so you can dive in it later, but it's rather this shared financial plan that everyone can be involved in and allocate money and time and resources towards. And I think that communicating financial goals with kids is also very healthy. Absolutely. Maybe not the mortgage, but you know everything else. (laughs) Uh, Another one I really like is Eventbrite. So Eventbrite for cookie classes, we use it and it takes a cut out of every ticket. And I know you think that maximizing profits is the goal of marketing, but it's actually maximizing time. Yeah. Um, so when we use Eventbrite, it takes around five to six dollars a ticket, and over the course of everyone that's ever signed up, we're looking at uh, maybe a thousand or two thousand dollars that could have gone to our pocket. But I don't want to do the work that Eventbrite automates. So that is a fair price to pay to trade for Eventbrite managing a lot of those reminders and contact lists. It does credit handling. It handles discount codes. Mm-hmm. Um, it handles cancellations, and it's a great way to get more people in class. So it's a, a a trade I'm willing to invest in. Yeah, as long as for every dollar Eventbrite takes, I'm still making two. We're still in the yes. green. Uh, Asana, click click up for task management. I use Asana every day. Asana is a web app. I think it's there's also a phone app. Asana in the group. oh uh, yeah. Uh, there's Maybe one or two. A, yeah, there's two. I think um, Alondra taught one, and then Susan Shepard taught one yes. on Asana. So Asana, and uh, I'm going to talk about it more in the Cookie College. But Asana works off of two different thought. Process from task tasks. So I add a task, but also from triggers. So every Sunday I'll have an Asana trigger I see that. that says, "Hey, check to see if there's any Facebook lives yet. Check to see if there's any papers you need to scan over to the accountant. Check here." And then I'll just go through that. So every week I almost reset and say, "Okay, my Asana triggers have all been handled, and now I can start my week fresh and ready mm-hmm. to go." Do nothing ever gets out from your handle. So you can always have an overview. You're always. I can see in the things know. coming from a mile away. Yeah. That's why I know it was Peggy's birthday. Thanks, because it says check your calendar. So yeah. I check my calendar and I say, Oh my goodness, I totally forgot to have a meeting on Wednesday. Yeah, and it says, Do you need to move something around? Yeah, I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I really like Asana. Um, it has a free plan. Oh, and ClickUp's on. a little bit cheaper, but I do prefer Asana because it is a lot more simple. Um, And And rare are the times you'll see me say, take the easiest, but this is one where I'd actually recommend taking the easiest. Next is scheduling out your social media posts. A lot of times we're so buried in our business that by the time you get to that sacred family time, you're like, oh crap, I forgot to post. Can you say cramp? I thought we were saying fudge. Oh, fudge, fudge nugs. I forgot to post. (laughs) Fuck nugs. (laughs) I'm hungry. (laughs) And then you uh, are running to your computer to post and it's taking away that time from your family you can schedule out your post if you have admin days on monday schedule yeah. out your post you can do it and facebook planner is absolutely free and you can i did a facebook it. live on it how do you and he- yeah heather did it in the main group uh-huh. oh and heather did a live on it so you can actually use that we use something that's called hootsuite because it not cross post huh not gonna recommend it no it's it got expensive fast yeah <laughs> uh, one up uh, is another option hubspot i think does it Later canva does it is another Later one does so there's a bunch of options but um facebook planner being the freest um that you can actually schedule out your social media posts now we don't say post and ghost we want you to be attentive if you have comments we want you to reply to those comments but we don't want you to feel like you're you're doing like The brunt of the work during your family time. So use those Mondays planning days and schedule out the post and then check in on those posts throughout the day. So if your audience is most active at nine in the morning, your post is probably going to go up at nine in the morning. Then throughout the day, you can kind of check, respond to comments and things like that. Right. I like creating a post base just like hey if the worst comes to worst and i don't end up having this unexpected time that i have to do this let me just make sure something's going up each week or every three days or something and then i can come back when i do have time and add a little bit more custom tailored content so at least what she's saying is she'll set up like a month worth of posts and it at least if she forgets and never comes back she has something going up that's not what we suggest when it comes to a marketing mindset, but she has something that's going on when she's not there, so if she doesn't come back and say plan I'm for a the words, hope for the bias. Yeah, <laughs> so then she can come back in and supplement some maybe trending posts and trending ideas in the meantime to go with those posts she's already scheduled out. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to say this one. I'm going to have a little altar call here. What you guys, are your thing. What? Are you still using it? Timer. Yeah. Yeah, he's right here. Are you? Have he's you been tr- religiously tracking using our it? time currently? Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, I really like Timular. It's actually a cube. Uh, I don't know. Is that a cube? It's like a triangle. It's like a square. square. A million sides. It's a diamond. It's a diamond. (laughs) Gord, no. She likes her a diamond. (laughs) I like a diamond. Um, Timeular is this little device that I flip it to the side and it starts tracking the time that I spend doing things. And I know that sounds like, well, Heather, that's for freelancers who charge per hour. But I actually use it just to get a better hold of how much time things are taking me. We're going to talk about right sizing in a moment, but it's the concept of, hey, I'm going to run to the grocery store and say it only takes 15 minutes in your head. But Mm -hmm. in reality, it takes an hour to get into the car, to get to the grocery store, to stand in line, to check out, to put it back in the car, to drive it home, to put it away. Putting groceries away takes a lot of time. Mm Uh, as much time as it took you to organize I it. I have to scooch over the vegetables we did it's not It's a leaning. Eat it's a Jenga. In my new vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> These are my trash vegetables. <laughs> it's like a Jenga thing. So when you understand exactly how much time things take you, it's easy for me to say that this one hour long podcast takes me an hour. It does not. Time. It takes us about 30 minutes to get Dex. Sit down and we're like, what are you what talking about? And then we go back and forth. And we got to get all the information that we're going to provide. Set up all this little podcasty equipment. Right. And then we have to test the audio system. Just and test. then, <laughs> then I export it. Then I upload it to Buzzsprout. Then I have to write the caption, post it around, and then um, it pushes out to the podcast players. So, in reality, this podcast takes me almost two and a half hours each week. But I was saying it took me an hour, and I was allocating nice. just an hour of my day. Who frustrates if I had a husband? And I said, it's just doing the podcast it takes I me do an hour. Yeah, well, Corey's frustrated at I me mean, anyway. So, <laughs> so when I can say, "Hey, I'm going to film the podcast, or I'm going to record the podcast," it'll take me two and a half hours. Mm. I've set the correct expectation, and fewer people will be frustrated. And now you know, okay. Well, hey, you know, last week it didn't go wrong. but <laughs> this is like I have this huge problem, and Corey is actually the one that helps me. Is I under budget time constantly with client expectations. I I, I don't know. My brain's like, tell him two weeks, yeah, tell him Heather two weeks, is crazy. two weeks, i will we have it done in four days. And I'm like, and by four days she means. Fourteen days, right? So what i in my mind, it's saying like I could get this done in a couple hours. You could but if you lit, had nothing. If I had else nothing else, to if do. I didn't. Lit, if I eat, slept, and breathed this fast, <laughs> I could get it done in four days. What it does is the client never cared necessarily how Before. long it takes. They just wanted to know. The duration. So when we creep to four days and they're like, well, I haven't heard from you. Is it getting done? I'm like, what do you think? I have a life. Yeah. They're like, well, you're the one who said four days. So Corey will always say like backspace that thing you wrote there and add an additional five business days. And the client's like, awesome. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Talk everyone to kind of leaves happy. And we always have the best of intentions of getting things done in the appropriate amount of time. But you always have to plan that something's going to happen. Also, and I love this concept of adding a buffer around each task you have in the day because- If you even say like lunch, well, I have an hour lunch, but you're not allocating the buffer time to get to lunch, to sit, to have what if the wait staff is slower than you expect or what if the check gets lost, Um, then you can add a buffer. So if I tell – if I have this imaginary child and I'm going to say, hey, Phoebe weeby." Uh, it's going to take me about two hours. For something that I know is probably going to take an hour and 15, yeah. they're less frustrated if the worst happens. If the best happens and I do nail the oh, hour, then 15, they're almost pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised, or I've built in a buffer to go back to my social media and, and add a couple of those mm-hmm. valuable mm-hmm. posts. Mm. Okay, now here's my altar call. A lot of you are spending much more time on social media than you expect. I hate to say it. I love me so social. You guys are in the cookie, the sugar cookie marketing group. Um, but it's soaking up a lot of that time where you turn around at the end of the week and say, I don't know where all the time went and everyone's mad at me. Um, I can tell you, it's on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok is designed, these apps are designed to be really to keep addicting. keep you on there, man. Yeah, and their goal is to keep your eyes, and they do such a wonderful job of it, and they're also worth billions of dollars. So they have a lot at risk if you click away. Yeah. Um, so I know iPhone users ha- kind of have this built in on Android. I We I, have it now. I know, but this Android one does a little bit better. It is $10 a year, which an app cost is like huge. Yeah. Um, but for $10 a year, it tells me exactly how much time I'm spending on these apps. So when I first started, I think I talked about this in a podcast, I was spending roughly six hours a day on uh, social media. Now I've gotten it down to an hour a day. So, so if you're wondering who's admin in the group. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. If I admin, I actually only admin from desktop and I only log into that specific group and I go through the notifications to manage things. I have s- stolen back from myself an additional five hours each day. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 hours of my life I've had we brought back into my life to be able to allocate towards things that actually make me happier. And it's kind of said that social media, death, doom scrolling, mm-hmm. makes you unhappy. So a lot, true. Instagram makes me feel like I know nothing in the cookie world. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also happy. has that hook to make you think I need to know this. That yeah, <laughs> a lot of times what I see is I'll see people come to the group, I don't have enough time. But then I'll, I'll actually as an admin i can click to your name and see what you've done what you comment on what you like profile yeah Yeah. and i can say wow this person spent a ton of time in here for them to not say they don't have any time to make more sales so i would say put your boundaries around the sugar cookie marketing group i'd rather you allocate one hour a week to the group to watch a facebook live than spend hours endlessly scrolling for content that maybe is not as valuable to mm -hmm. you because if that you're as looking, an admin, who needs your eyes? Yeah. If you're looking for drama, though, you're not going to find it. micro. Yeah, we. Maybe do for it. like two seconds before why I read and get my drama filled before <laughs> I delete it, but that's about you it. Gotta get your popcorn pop real fast. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, really using these blocking apps and having a little intervention with yourself. How much time am I truly uh, spending? Some one of the members said, "Oh my goodness, I actually checked." the metrics on my phone and it says that i spent nine hours on facebook yesterday do my kids even know what my face looks like or do they think i'm the back of an iphone true and i was like wow that's such a powerful thing and while it seems so frustrating and like sad that's a realization of your own self value of your time and she was able to make an an executive decision versus being like i don't know why my kids say they never see me and then not realize you spent nine five seven hours for you For anyone hearing that and is aghast that someone would spend that much time on social, I would challenge you to check how much time you are. It, mine it is would more be than you think yes it is almost scary how fast time flies when you're scrolling on when your social on social media. <laughs> You're having fun being unhappy. <laughs> all right. Communication is our last little one and it's probably the most important All this is communication in a way. It is. Communicating this one. with yourself, communicating with clients, yes. communicating with family. The biggest thing I've known in my personal family life is I can get all encompassed in decorating cookies whether I'm making an order or I'm creating content or I'm making something for the cookie college. There's no amount of end that I can be in my cookie room just listening to murder podcast and having a blast um sometimes my husband would come up and be like hey do you want to take the dog for a walk that's something i really put as a priority to us for us walking the dog together um you know it it seems dumb my dog is actually very slow um there's no walking really it's just walking a few steps and then he stops (laughs) hey me and ray we approach the gym the same way. Slow. Let the gym speak to you. <laughs> you do not speak to the gym. You don't need to go. So what I've learned is to give it a number. So my husband, "Hey, would you like to walk the dog together?" I look at him instead of saying, "I'll be down in a minute. I'll be give me give me a sec." I'll mm-hmm. say this this cookie will take me four minutes. I'll meet you down there in four minutes. It's a great expectation. I'm holding myself accountable, and then he has the right expectation. A lot of times we'll be like, yeah, just a minute, and then five hours later you come down. <laughs> i got to say, I ordered myself an edible arrangement. Yeah. You know what? I'm that guy. I'm that Heather's guy. Heather's obsessed with that. I know. Right? It sounds like I have a stake in the company. I thought no. she did. They sent me a $10 gift card, and I spent $100. You can say. I don't even think they do that. Taste. I think they're delicious. Okay. Okay. So I... Place an order, and I say I'm going to pick it up at 10 a.m. the next day. I think they opened at eight, so I figured two hours. Yeah, and I'd get, I would ordered it before it closed. so I thought that was like a fair. I don't know how edible arrangements works, but when I walk in at 10:05, even thought hey, that's kind of disrespectful to force them to be ready at 10, and you show up at 10:05, but the email does say show up anytime before six. That's what the email says. Hey, your order's ready at 10, but show up anytime before 6 p.m. So I guess it must happen enough that mm-hmm. they don't expect you to show up on time. But anyways, it's 10:05. I walk in. Only to notice the poor lady in the back grabbed the bucket for which she needed to put the order in. It hadn't been started yet. And it was 10.05. And I said, excuse me, am you here to pick up for Heather? I turned to act like I didn't totally order this for yeah. myself. And uh, she's like, oh, so sorry. Can you give me 15 minutes? Oh, she said, can you give me 10 minutes? So it's 10.05. So I said, okay, sure. I'm going to wait in the car. There's, I'm the only car in the parking lot. So at 10.05, I wait in the car, so it should be ready at Uh, 10.15. 10.15. So 10.15 rolls around, and I find myself, I can't, Heather, I said even said, Heather, you're buying yourself a stupid elbow arrangement. You're clearly okay. But I found myself saying, like, why isn't it ready yet? Like, now it's been, you know, 15 minutes after the time that I was supposed to be ready, and she's not. At 10.25, she brings out the most glorious-looking bucket of fruit and chocolate dipped. Um, And then she gave me a chocolate bar and said, I'm so sorry. But I found that if she had just said 10.30, it would have been a wild time to say I'm 30 minutes late. But I would have helped my expectations yeah. to not get so frustrated. Yeah. So setting the right expectations. So, hey, this cookie is going to take me six minutes. Um, and then it takes you 30. It's going to backfire on you. Yeah. <laughs> you really have to be honest with yourself and honest with the person. Sometimes when he says, do you want to walk the dog? I'm like, hey, I just put these cookies in there. They'll be in the oven for 13 minutes. So I have Alexa is going to go off. If you'd like to go do something, when you hear Alexa, let's go. Setting expectations. Setting expectations. Uh, Again, I think right-sizing. That's what Corey's saying is right-sizing your time. My parents did this, kind of hated it when I was a kid. In hindsight, I think it was a great idea. Family meetings, monthly family meetings. And that's just to get (sighs) everyone on the same page. I'd I'd say make them fun. Um, I'd say have the family meeting over ice cream. Yeah. something Everyone can make their own ice cream concoction while you're meeting. (laughs) And then just kind of clue everyone in to what to expect. If you guys have, like, let's say you set family goals. Now, our family goals are very boring. No offense to mom and dad. But if it was like, hey, guys, uh, we want to go to Disney. How can we all work together to get there? And have everyone involved in the process of setting family goals and communication. I think, and I do not have kids, but I know as a kid myself, I'd love to be communicated with. Like, yeah. you're on the same playing field. Yeah, like, I have an equal vote here. And I know I don't, yeah. but I would like to think I kind of do. But you can give everyone a task. So while you may be making cookies to make money for the Disney trip, you can give your kids the, the chores that they have. Like, and hey. pay them and have them allocate towards Disney. Yeah. Um, also, spending money is nice for kids, I think. Allegedly, I don't <laughs> for know. For kids to spend money. I think, like, yeah, my kid is so stingy. Okay,
1: he was like, kidding. do you
0: want to go to Olive Garden? I said, do you pay And He said, no. Well, That's you've got The laundry a boundary, off guard. <laughs> uh, Okay, now here's one that I use that I think Corey's eyes roll. Yeah. Uh, but it's called the paired app. I actually found it last year. It was one of Google's top apps of the year, and they only ever choose ten. So I would like to go through to see what other people are doing because I'm nosy. And, yeah. Uh, the paired app was one of them. So I was like, okay, what is this? And you get you'd pay. I think they have a free version, I do have the paid version. You get the app and you find your partner and they get a special code that unlocks unlocks the app for the two of you and connects your two apps. Now, Paired Everyday has a question or a quiz that you can answer, but here's the thing, if you answer the question and the other partner doesn't, they can't read your answer until they do. But it's a great way to ask questions that maybe you kind of forget. Like, um, do you going to choose the questions you're asking? You can choose to skip a question and then choose a different question. But can I ask you specific questions? No, it always has to come with a prompt. So I think what the app wants to do is not be like, do you know you were selfish last week when you didn't click <laughs> on the trash? But it'll be uh, questions like, hey, what's one of your worst fears? And maybe your partner doesn't realize that maybe your worst fear is, like... being late on cookie pickup. (laughs) Right. And then they can have that communication. So they can't see your answer until they answer it. And when they answer it, it unlocks the question for you both to read. Mm -hmm. So honestly, if I'm thinking about it, I don't use the paired app. But um, it's allowing you to to go beyond like business and Mm -hmm. everything and you're just connecting with your partner in a way that is specifically to connect with them not like hey i have this cookie order how do you feel about that (laughs) yeah and it's funny because then don will call and be like hey what did you mean when you said this i didn't really realize this and then, then you can have a it actually if you answer the question it'll give you a how to talk about it with each other weird but think about people whose communication has broken down so far yes. that possibly asking these questions is a little awkward. Yeah, so this is more like a prompt to help you open those lines of communication so maybe those questions aren't so awkward. Yeah, and then you can uh, see a calendar of your streaks, like how often you answer, and then they have quizzes, and then you can play games. I don't do the game thing. <laughs> like um, lastly, I play and this with my <laughs> last question. <laughs> <With> the, <sink. laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> the last one is actually scheduling out dinners. If I know that I have a big order coming in, I will schedule. We always have Papa John's once a week. You can place Papa John's order, what, two, three weeks out? Yeah. Uh, so you can actually schedule out dinner so no one feels left out in the cold, hungry Imagine if you were so on top of your schedule that you'd say, Thursdays are Papa John's night. I'm going to place the order here on the first Monday of the month. Yeah, when you're admining Your admin days, okay, I know that I have this order, this order. This one's going to take me all night to complete. Because I have a pop-up on Saturday, I'm going to order pizza for this night. Add it to the calendar. Share it with the fan-bam so that Hubs knows not to go pick up dinner. And your kid knows what's for actual dinner. And then you have your bases covered. So if you're like, hey, we don't like to eat out a lot, that's a good crock-pot day. There's so many amazing Crock-Pot meals. I love Crock-Pots. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. So you can set that, forget that, and then everyone's taken care of. And it allows people to not grow animosity. Like, we haven't seen mom in five days. I also say you schedule a date with your son. But scheduling a date with your significant other will go a long way in making them feel valued. They are your partner. Yeah. That's why they're called partners. (laughs) (laughs) And putting them a special time set aside and almost, hey, leave the cell phones in the car. Um Unless you have kids, then maybe a watch. But, but I like, really to don't check it. Me working out with Nate when we used to work out at the same time was my, and that's what he communicated to me. My husband said, "Hey, I like to work out with you at the gym. It's the time that I feel like it's like our time together." Okay. okay, that is great communication. I will now set a time to go to the gym just for even if we drive separately and I'm only there for thirty minutes. He like stay for two hours, and I just can't even. Um, I can put that as a priority because the communication's there. And I'd say put that phone in a way that you're not getting work notifications. Unfortunately. Put it in your purse until. Have, I know we got the new Samsung, and it has a lot of these features where it says, "I can actually say, do not ring unless someone calls me back to back within 15 minutes." That's great because the only person who's calling you back to back is somebody that really needs you. My phone is always going silent. Mine is <laughs> too. Good luck. <laughs> The only reason it ever rings is because I connected it to the Google devices. I can say, find my phone. And it'll turn it on regardless. Okay, moving on. So the Cookie College, we ended our March 3 free promo, which meant that if you signed up for the yearly membership in March, not only did you get two months free, which runs all year long, you got an additional third month free. So let me just break this down before Heather gives you these numbers. When we made the Cookie College, it was something that we put our... We put ourselves on the line because it's something we truly believed in. We put our heart and soul into it. But when you do that, when you put your heart and soul out there and you're like, all right, people, what do you think? You hold your breath and you hope that they see the same value. They did. They did. <laughs> the thing is, we have had a lot of people that have been in the cookie college who actually upgraded to the yearly, which is so encouraging to me and Heather because that means they believe in the courses, they believe in the group, and they believe in the process, um, which has been so encouraging for us. Um, so laying those numbers on them. So what we didn't expect, we thought the March 3 free would just get people who were on the fence about joining in the first place and maybe join for mm-hmm. the year. We had... In total, either new members for the year or the month, just new people that signed on to the Cookie College in the last month, is 106. And um, external to that number, 68 people who were paying monthly switched over to yearly, which to me is crazy because that means they said, I like you so much. I like this content and this resource so much. I want to see it for an entire year. So if you were just hearing about the cookie college for the first time, it is an in-depth dive into growing your business. Sugar cookie marketing is free. It'll always be free, but the cookie college is the, the things that are taught in sugar cookie marketing taken step by step. So we cover photography, we cover staging, we cover setting up your GMB, your website, emails, newsletters, uh, custom Gmails, your domain. Um, the list goes on. There's 60 courses. (laughs) Yeah, and they're constantly growing and changing. And it's not that you can't learn that in Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. You can find that. But we can really – I can say, hey, guys, LinkedIn is rolling out a newsletter for company pages that you can subscribe to. Let's talk about it. Versus mm-hmm. I think it's going to get drowned out. My posts are pretty boring anyways already. The boring posts in Sugar Cookie Marketing do get drowned out because – not a lot of it people can associate boring. with it. Yeah, so those posts. And then what we realized, like, hey, we do have a ton of great content, but those posts, you know, no one sees them. So okay. what? let's put it in this more business-centered group because we have a private Facebook group that is associated with the Cookie College of people who really want to grow their business. And thankfully, so many people have. I love seeing the wins in the Cookie College. Yeah. Um, so if you're considering that, we would love to have you. We're currently open and you can actually... Kind of get a overview of it if you go to com. Yeah, you can get a preview a uh, sundry amount of courses. You can see it, what an example of what the classes look like and stuff like that. But um, I also teach those lives on Thursday, kind of give you a rundown, and I open up the group so we can kind of look through it together yeah. if you're thinking about it. But you should join this April because we have spring Bake, which is like spring break. For bakers. (laughs) Yeah. So we have come up with a little thing, a couple things. I have a couple more ideas to add to this. We will talk about it at At lunch. lunch. Okay. But here are some of the things that we just, what is the point of this? Uh, Nothing, because it's fun. And a lot of people in the cookie college are working really hard. And it is overwhelming. There's a lot of work. And it's easy to be like, oh, my goodness, I feel like I have so much to do. Here's the thing: you always, you can always get it done. We just talked about being, you know, setting those boundaries, setting aside time. But it would, be, you know, it'd be fun to just have a let loose day. So it's April 21st. Um, how to win? You just got to be in. Yeah, so if you sign up on April 20th, you have You're, a chance to win. You have just as much ability as someone who's been in for the Yeah, I think this is kind of think of like random drawing type stuff, not people who've done much. Like not, you don't yeah. have to take a certain amount of classes. <laughs> just a fun way to win a Timeuler, uh, the, the device I just talked about. Uh, Corey wants to do a Cookie Countess gift card. Uh, We want to give away a sweet pink olive airbrush. Corey got um, that right before Cookie Con and Mm -hmm. really liked it. Uh, A couple free months of the Cookie College, so you could essentially join and get Get paid to be there. (laughs) Uh, One Canva team. That's five people. We'll pay for the year. You guys can get Canva team for free. Um, That's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. An AE Core backer, the new Rose Marble one. just got mine in yesterday. And oh, my God. Yeah. Did Are you show me a photo of it? it oh, great. Good. Uh, and then that canvas lamp, that one that um, Cass Iron had given away at the Freebie Friday, Black Friday Bender thing. Blender. Bendy Blendy. Bendy uh, That one's really cool. You can use it to cookie decorate. We can also use it to film your cookie decorations. It's a beautiful lamp that looks great in anything, yes. but it also has a phone holder and a light. Yeah, oh, uh, I went on too. I'm going to win. Yeah, and then I thought there's a couple more things, Corey and I, we're going to talk about later. If you want to learn more about The Cookie College, you can go to thecookiecollege.com or just ask in the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. For some odd reason, The Cookie College kids appear out of thin air to tell you how much they love it. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have a voicemail. The first one is a text, and then we have two calls. Hey, twins. Bailey here from Busy Bees Bakes Cute. in Texas like I said and everyone's from Texas oh. uh, been listening to the pot on my walks lately and I had to let you all know that one episode I heard past lives and immediately thought of Phoebe uh, from friends sorry I lost my voice trying to hold it together she was playing a nurse in a past life and now I can't unhear it I hope you're friends fans and they'll get the reference there anyways sorry everyone because now you will always think about Heather and Corey did in any past life before coming marketing experts uh, also just finished the podcast on groups and likes and I have a question while not official, it's likely that I will be moving my business in the next year once my hus- husband finishes uh, PT school. I still want to keep growing my business here and invest in the community for as long as we stay, but I know it is—I know this town isn't our long-term home. I'd love to start a group, but I'm worried about all the people that are local to me now becoming dead weight, like you talked about in the group once we move. Um, would you recommend starting the group now, or would it be better to start in a new place where I'll be starting to build a client base all over again? I'd love your input on the best strategy to make this effective, Thanks, guys, for all you do. Fantastic question. That's a good question. It's a good question. So summary, she's living in a location that she knows she'll be moving from soon. She almost has a hard date that they'll be moving from this location. I'm going to say hold off on the, the group. I'm going to say hold off on the group. Time is money, and to grow a group is actually a lot of time. Yeah. It's a great way to generate income. These VIP groups, hey, you can kind of create this community. But if you have, if your move date is under a year, mm. I would say hold off and focus on growing your page and generating content that way. You are going to face some marketing challenges when you switch locations. You'll do it from your email list and you'll do it from your page and you'll Mm -hmm. do it from your group. Um, But I would say, yeah, rather than have to focus on transitioning three over, focus on transitioning the two over. And I do not have a VIP group for myself because it was just one extra thing I didn't think I could manage. Um, But guess what? I still have sales coming in. So um, I would hold off on that. Uh, It's kind of annoying to have a group and then be like we're moving and then that all those people's engagement dies off because it's not relevant to them anymore and then you have like your engagement rate is suffering because you just moved a new location so right. i would potentially have the group you could even maybe start it now so it looks a little aged and then open it up it could be a private group then open it up when you mm-hmm. move another thing in the meantime is start if you have an inkling of where you're headed start joining the local community yeah. groups and adding value now um, and ask questions like, hey, guys, I think I'll be moving. What's the best dinner date spot? I listened to this podcast, said i got to take my husband on a date. Where should I go? Yeah. And just really start getting involved in a natural way in that community group. And then when you do move and you do start making sales and you see that they have these sales days where you can post about your business, you can naturally say, hey, guys, you've learned so much from you. I'm this new here. Please find my stuff. <laughs> please. <laughs> please mind my stuff. Okay, we have voicemail.
1: Hey, guys. My name is Missy. I'm calling from Northwest Ohio, and I absolutely love this podcast. Uh, it is perfect for all of my long, long drives. Okay, I have a question that's very specific to marketing, which is why I didn't put it onto the Facebook group. I wanted to hear from you guys specifically about what you think is going on in my certain situation. So I have a website. I have worked really hard to get this website really nice. I paid big bucks for it to get a super special deal to get three years contract on it. Okay? I have all wonderful pictures, great descriptions, and all my terms and conditions on there. However, I have not gotten a single order on there since October. Now, I get a lot of traffic. I'll get three or four hits to the website every day, but I don't get any orders. My orders are all coming through Facebook Messenger, Instagram, uh, direct message, even text messages. Now, if somebody comes up to me face-to-face and says, hey, how do I place an order? I tell them to go to the website, and I always lose the order. I just don't get orders through my website. Now, here's why this bothers me. One, I paid a lot for that website. (laughs) I would like to get some use out of it. Two, my concern is that my terms and conditions are on the website, not on my social media pages. So my real question here is, is this just a problem that's not really a problem? Are people just way more personal than I'm expecting them to be? Or am I really missing something here that I need to check out and go a little bit deeper on my website or with how I'm handling sales? I'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, Last thing, I don't have a favorite twin because, honestly, I still can't tell you apart. Thanks for all the wonderful, wonderful work you guys do and help for all of our small-time businesses. Thank you.
0: That is a great question. And if your initial gut instinct was to tell Melissa "Hey, or Missy, hey, uh, SEO, that's half of it right so she's saying she's getting clicks so traffic is being driven to this website now i would have a two-part recommendation for you missy websites are great i actually think they're phenomenal and everyone should have one it's kind of the only thing you can really own about your business you know we had that facebook going down day where everyone realized they had too mm-hmm. many eggs in that basket um but you're saying you're getting clicks i'm getting four to five clicks now there is a conversion rate there's a amount of clicks that come in versus the amount of clicks that convert uh, the more clicks that come in, the higher the amount of people that were convert. So if we can get those numbers up, uh, if we can take it from four clicks a day to 25 clicks a day to 100 clicks a day, that's gonna be through search engine optimization. That's called organic traffic and the way you do that requires a lot of strategy. Um, But I can tell you to start off with Mara Buckle in the group, Marilyn Buckle. She taught a Facebook Live on Google Analytics. And she started from you know starting with a website to getting it loaded up in there. And I'm gonna recommend definitely getting a Google Analytics account. That's basically a way for Google to communicate with you how you show up in search. Okay, great, that's half the battle and a lot of SEOs will stop there. Well, I'm getting clicks, that should be fine but there's a second side to this coin and it is called conversion rate optimization. When somebody goes to your business and they click to your website, what's happening to them on their website now? What that's called, buzzword incoming, is a bounce rate. If someone clicks to your page and bounces leaves immediately, that produces a high bounce rate, something that Google doesn't like. And it has a twofold negative effect. Google will rank Bounce high bounce rate pages lower in search because people must not be getting something they like so Google says it must not work mm-hmm. and then the secondary effect is why aren't they converting what on your page your website is causing people to click away and not clicking to the shop and checkout now I love this very unscientific approach that I have but ask your grandma to buy from you yeah. ask her to buy from you through your website ask her to start on your Facebook page ask her to Google you and say just okay and just watch without telling her what to do Or even your mom. Kind of whoever's in your target demographic. Mm -hmm. But I love grandmas because they didn't grow up with technology. so They have no filter. They just say how it (laughs) is. This is confusing. Uh, Watch what they do. Watch where they click and try to keep your mouth shut. And just make a note like, oh, I didn't think they'd do that. When they're doing something that you didn't anticipate, that oftentimes indicates that maybe you need to retool what's happening on that website. In the Cookie College, someone posted up their website and said, hey, can you critique this? So we were able to go through the website. She had the about her part at the top. Um, As a consumer, I love you but i'm here for one thing me <laughs> it's not to learn about you um, so we were able to help her to reformat the site to to get the sales higher at the top so people don't have to go searching for them and things like that yeah doing google search on conversion optimized sites will give you an indicator of what's trending now a lot of because websites are kind of universal and the high performing websites operate very similarly you're Your audience is conditioned to look in certain places. We look for the menu at the top. We look for an address at the bottom. We look for a contact page to the right. Now, a lot of, you know, when I go to some of these cookie sites, the the far right will be not what I expect. And I think that your audience is like, okay, to the right, far right, we usually see contact Mm. Um, instead of saying, like, shop. You'll, they'll use a different word. word. that I can't just order when I click the site and I have to go to five different links to find right. it. Have your best seller, e- the easiest one to order and use. have filters, my best sellers, my fan favorites, Mother's Day, Father's Day options, stuff like that, helping people navigate and convert. Um, but the question is a great one and the answer is to go and test and see what's happening. Make sure that your website is discoverable in Google. Make sure that you're driving people to that website. And then if you see that Uh, people are placing orders through messenger have have it direct them back to your website where your terms and conditions live having people only able to place an order through a single point is going to keep your ability to manage admin uh, tasks in your business a lot easier so i don't by any stretch of the imagination i do not think investing in a website was a bad idea at all i think it was a great investment so congratulations on that one do not feel bad about paying money for it um, I love hiring people to do things that I don't necessarily like to do, so do not feel like you wasted your money. It's now just time to tweak and figure, and no website will ever be fully complete, right? We're always in a constant state of updating, tweaking, changing, adding, deleting, and uh, things like that. Great question. Next voicemail is from Margie. Hi, Heather and Corey. This is Margie
2: with Desert Daisy Cookies. I was just... Catching up on the podcast, I finally made it to episode 50. Um, so I don't know if you've covered my question yet or not. But if you were kind of going over it in the podcast, and we were talking about thoughts on Instagram commenting, and I kind of had a question, do you suggest we delete those comments, leave them up? I mean, is it better to have more comments on those Um those posts does that create more engagement or should I just get rid of them anyways that's my question and I just wanted to kind of thank you guys um I did the my google business uh account I think it's an account but basically so people can look me up on google and it has been awesome I actually have orders from To people looking up on Google where it's cookies near me, and it's been really awesome. I took your advice on one uh, rush order. I didn't necessarily want to do it, but I made it worth my while in my quote, and they actually took it. So I'm actually kind of happy to do it, and I'm glad that they uh, ended up liking the quote. So thanks for the advice for that. Made a lot more money than I would have normally. Anyways... Thank you so much. Sorry, this is kind of long, but I really appreciate you too. You've taught me so much. Um, I just kind of do this on the side. I go to school, I got a job, but cooking, I love it so much.
0: Anyway, thank you so much. Bye. What an awesome call and a great question. Yes. So we talked about this in a previous podcast, and I'm just going to bring you up to snuff on it. Why is that crazy? She said we touched on it. Yeah. So... There are a lot of spam comments. If you notice, I had to turn off the comment ability on your scam alert for account hacking because it triggered so many uh, bot accounts to say, if you've lost your Facebook account, call this guy. He'll help you. And it was over 20 by the time I got in there. Wow. So I just turned it off. Yeah. Um, Wait, what did you turn off? The comments. I like the comments. Wait, there was a million spam. I kept my phone kept ringing. Uh-oh. I had a boundary, and the bot <laughs> accounts were not respecting <laughs> it. So what's happening is when Corey, for an example, she wrote a write-up on the Sugar Cookie Marketing page, not the group, about, what was it? Scam? Susan Uh, Reed. (laughs) Susan Reed? Yeah. Whatever happened, though, I think it was said scams. It did say scams in there. And I think, did you talk about account hacks? Hacking? people getting hacked yes so what happened is Corey used a phrase that the bots that somebody has a script running and it says when you see this phrase leave this comment now the comment is is very similar across these 20 bot accounts and it'll be like i had my account hacked contact at and then an instagram handle to get your account back he's super great yeah uh what's happening is that phrase should use trigger these bot accounts to run a script to go and leave all these comments in a very fast fashion so margie's saying are all comments good? Is, it, is it all news good news? No news good news? Uh, should I delete them? Will it kill my reach? On average, on my personal Instagram for my bakery page, I say personal business, not the sugar cookie marketing stuff, I'll get maybe one or two spam comments. I always leave them there, like, and respond with just like a hard eye emoji um, because it is so engaging. What about promoted on? I still leave a hard eye emoji. <laughs> I say we'll do. <laughs> so that's interesting. So Corey's perspective is that all reach is good reach. My perspective is that I think Facebook recognizes bot accounts, but they you can't stop you, you can't, can't stop them. You can't stop them. You could delete it. Okay, let's let's talk about the psychological approach. If you see a photo with a ton of comments and you expand the comments, only to see that ninety nine percent of those comments are bots, what would you do? Okay, that is one thing. But it on average, there's only two for let's say if my average that's is thirty six comment. comments. And only two are that, I, I would ignore them. Hard eye emoji them? Oh, I would hard eye emoji them, but as an end user, I would not say, oh, yeah. this is just filled now with if, spam. So, at what percentage of spam comments would you no longer feel inclined to leave a comment? I don't know. It depends how many comments they actually have. If so I feel the, like. You're speaking in ratios. Yes. yes. So, if you had 100 comments and 90 were spam, you'd probably check out. I'd be like, well, they did something weird. <laughs> so I guess, Margie, great question. I'd always say test, test, and retest. I'd say try a couple of posts that use a similar caption that generate bot comments. Anything about T-shirts seems to be promoted on yeah. triggers. Easter and is no, an Easter <laughs> promoted on. Write about scams or account hacks, and then delete the comments of one, and then do a similar post, and don't delete the comments, and check what your reach is for both. Mm-hmm. I assume that Facebook knows when Instagram used to be a crazy place where you could get away with a lot of scripts. I even used to do it myself. Now those script softwares are hurting for clients because Facebook and Instagram have gotten so wise to what is unnatural in the actions of an account. Um, Facebook did a huge cleanup. I guess it was like Justin Bieber's account lost millions of followers because a lot of them were bots, which makes a ton of sense. He's an iconic guy. If you want to reach girls obsessed with justin bieber ha- follow him and then run scripts on his account yeah. so he was naturally lost a lot of followers did it hurt justin bieber well it hurt his account followership did it hurt his reach only ho- he'll know um but i'd assume that facebook does recognize bot comments and almost eliminates the benefits that they bring Corey thinks differently you got two opinions and it's going to come down to testing. but you can always block on either your facebook business page or your instagram pra- page um like promote it on uh phrases like that um so and it will accept the stop it for it yeah it's an interesting question i think it lies in a lot of data research and as well as a psychological research of saying like when you see a lot of spam comments do people recognize reply like if i saw you reply to a spam comment i think to myself Corey should know better true but you're saying i do it on purpose because i want to encourage people commenting and that they'll get out looks like there's three or four comments before really anyone's gotten there right Mm. i also noticed that was time you are saying you're working too hard it's time for a break you've exceeded 89 minutes you deserve a break (laughs) (laughs) yeah no we're gonna keep going uh so that's a great question um I think all within reason. Here's an interesting thing. When I delete or hide a comment on, or delete a comment on a Facebook page, it mm. still reflects that that number of comments was eight, even though you may only see four when you expand it. True. So it's like the comment still exists. It's I still I don't recognize. really get spam comments on Facebook. It just was that one it post. It was just that one post. As Normally, Facebook. I don't. I only am referring in my mind to, like, Instagram Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Great question though. Okay. Coming back to the group stuff. We have a ton of fun Facebook lives coming up. The Facebook past lives, if you guys think of where Phoebe from friends is uh, turning no into a yes with Gina Marie Burke. That was March 24th. Gina has been in the group almost since day one and has never ceased to add really valuable content. Um, even Don watched her live and she, he's like, that lady seems like she really knows what she's doing. She, she makes us look like <laughs> an Yeah. So Gina Marie Burke, any of her lives, uh, again, you can go check the pin post in the group to find the list of these. Uh, any of her lives are worth a watch or two. On March 10th past, I did a Facebook live page audit of members in the group who had volunteered to go under scrutiny. That was a little, that was a that fun, was fun one. I enjoyed that. Um, just kind of best practices, ways that, again, to optimize that conversion rate optimization that Missy had asked about. You know like how to make it easy to buy from you easy to understand uh one of the biggest things if you guys want to know a huge outtake is if i can't figure out where you're based within five seconds of clicking to your page there's an issue and a lot of those people no. it, t- it almost requires like an fbi investigator to figure out where you're selling from and i think that needs to be very apparent down to city state county locale have it right there ready to go um and then on March 6th we had no plan Oreo cinnamon roll photo shoot with Elizabeth Toss. you can rewatch all those they've already Toth. gone Toth oh goodness sorry Toth Tothy Wothy okay and then upcoming events I actually solicited the group for some Facebook Live so we could populate the calendar and we got some cool ones yeah and every other okay you can start tour of a cookie trailer plus room with christina she has built out this cookie trailer i was there at like her idea of it and as she was building it out she is actually a local cookier to us in northern virginia and this is like a cookier's dream come true it's like on the corner of her property so it's out of her house so she's right. full-time yeah she's so full-time if you're interested in full-time she's the one or, yeah she has an eddie too Oh, yeah, and that'll be on uh, the 7th. So that's coming up in a couple of days. On the 18th, Brick and Mortar Tour and Q&A, AMA, with DC's Confetti Cafe, Elisa Frost. So Elisa, <laughs> It's another local. <laughs> yeah, Elisa Frost. We've actually been to the Confetti Cafe. They launched at the beginning of COVID. And they were like, it's wild. We didn't expect this. But they have this cute little uh, cafe in Tinley Town in DC. Corey and I went out there. And uh, they've really outfitted it to be a local neighborhood hotspot. You can have your kid's birthday party. And they've done some really neat renovations and differentiators to make to set themselves apart from competition. So she's going to tell us. Uh, they just got a, a catering Yeah, I saw that. A catering check. Then we have Buttercream 101 for Cookies with Ashley. And that is on April 21st. Oh, that'll be good. She uh, does some really. If you're interested in learning buttercream, guys, hold on mm-hmm. to your horses because they're all teaching. There's three buttercream classes. Yeah, and by the end of it, we will be professional buttercreamers, butter screaming and buttercream. <laughs> uh, cottage on the twenty first as well. Later that. Um, night around 9 30 it's cottage business to brick and mortar with Lauren um, she has the ham and bread company I, it was oh. unfair that I had to look at that page because it was delicious yeah, breads. It like, it um, but yeah to make that transition from being a cottage home baker to a brick and mortar is stressful yeah it is a hard thing you're taking on a lot of liability in the form of overhead and lease uh-huh. electric bills are taking yeah. a whole different and then now you have a different marketing strategy than just cottage home business bakers Um, have a marketing strategy having a brick and mortar gives you a benefit from a local seo perspective so they have a little bit more leeway but you also have a lot more you gotta move through then how to smooth buttercream on sugar cookies with katie and that will be april 28th oh it sounds delicious and then on the 30th cake decorating with buttercream flowers with now she posted she sent me an email i saw those pictures that's insane It's so cute. She said she wanted to give people a. She said an introductory review. I said this is introductory. Don't show wow, me what advanced. Can't it is. Waste. We have procreate design sketching with Marja, and that is on what is next May 1st. month. May, May first. Yeah, are you on with that so, five? I can see five. Already. Yeah, on uh, the sixth of May, recipe costing with Mira. So Mara did the google analytics live it was great mm-hmm. it was, she really knows numbers and she likes to share numbers so she created everyone a spreadsheet you can download it a no spread spreadsheet <laughs> and she's helping you cost out recipes because at the end of the day if you don't know your cost and our costs of ingredients are ever increasing you may be operating at break even or loss yeah then we have on the 9th of May cookie contracts, FAQs about the legal side of selling cookies, which I think everyone in this group needs to tune into. And she's not being your legal advisor because it's different for everywhere, but it is just an overview of what you need to be thinking when you talk to your legal advisor. Right. And a kind of cookie contract. She said, I just see a lot of questions that I know I can help with. So that'll be great. Then on in July we have Christmas in July. Heather Brookshire is the Gingerbread House Extraordinaire. Uh, I found a picture of About so cute. There's so many. She's talking about gingerbread houses, and I think people are quick to say, "Well, I'm so far from Christmas, I'm not going to watch it." No, the summer is the time, the slowest time for cookies. It is our. New Year's resolution time. That is where you reassess, you get ready because come football season, which is our Super Bowl is Christmas. Yes. You can actually have this great offering of understanding of gingerbread. You have priced it out, you've created one, you've taken the photos, you're ready to go to promote it for this new offering. Yeah. I think it's a really great strategy. Okay, group challenges. We actually have a collab that I wanted to run by you. Really? Someone sent it on Instagram and okay. I thought it was, it was My Favorite Things collab. I love it. Um, so I thought it was a fantastic way to market. One, if you have ever made I, My Favorite Things um, cookie set or something like that. You're just choosing someone's favorite things and recreating it a cookie. But this would be your favorite things. What a great way to connect to your audience. Um, then telling them a little bit about you. To make one cookie or a set? Well, we hadn't discussed that. And I told her I would bring it up to you. Maybe second I thought, week of May. Third week of May? When is Mother's Day? The 17th of May. Let's do it after that. Third week or fourth week of May? Third week. Okay. We'll get a date and I'll put it on the calendar. That'll okay, be fun that was a fun one. The cookie collabs are great because it gives you an excuse to do something that somebody didn't pay for. <laughs> and then you can really use it to market to your audience. Okay. Twin dress. Corey and I both got Fitbits. And I'm Mine obsessed. says you're very hungry and running out of energy. <laughs> so, yeah. It's already one. All right. Um, Fitbits are super cool. And if you buy a Fitbit, I don't make any commission off this, but you get premium for a year if you buy it through the website. Yes. Fitbit.com, not Amazon. So the premium... I bought it so I could really analyze my sleep habits. But it's also, unlike our smartwatch that you get through Apple Watch or Samsung, this Fitbit is dedicated to tracking your heart rate at every second. It's the constant green light is always flashing on the back of it. Yeah, I know. And it's it's crazy because I can tell you exactly when Corey walked through the door because my heart rate shot through the roof. (laughs) I can tell you when I leave here because it'll be going way down. (laughs) So uh, Corey and I purchased them, and then we can do these challenges where we can come together and walk a certain amount of distance. So we can work together, we can work against each other, which we did. And I found myself at Walmart at nine at night walking. Yeah, I know because I went to bed earlier. Heather went and took two hundred forty four more steps just yeah. so she could be the daily challenge winner <laughs> right. and I don't have to sleep I have no kids <laughs> so I really like those Fitbits I think they're pretty neat and the premium subscription whether you want to buy it or not was $100 but it's free if you get it whatever the made up number tells is. you how much you flail during the night yeah how it says on average you're awake at intervals 10 to 30 times in the middle of the night. I showed my husband. I said I was awake at 46 different times last night. And I showed him. I said, this is every time you flopped your hand on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then it does breathing rate. And it does skin temperature. And it does stress, which I was really trying to Meditation manage. was in there. Meditation. It does readiness, meaning if you had a heavy workout the day before and it tracked all that, the yeah. next day would tell you probably to chill a little bit. So I was doing some gardening on Sunday. And <laughs> on Monday it was like, please Who don't leave your house. You? They said gardening reduces stress, man. I think it reduces <laughs> so what it creates. <laughs> all right. Right, we are at sponsors um first one up is Eddie I have been diving into the Eddie cookies there's actually a great group if you what I what the Milton trick you did I had to print it I can't wait yeah okay I can't wait If you wanted to consider Eddie as a direct-to-food printer, and he prints directly on the icing of a cookie, it looks like, honestly, a flawless airbrush. Um, So if you wanted to consider Eddie, join the Eddie group. People are actually really pushing Eddie beyond what they thought he could do. So specific shapes. He does not print just on circles. Someone did Peter Rabbit, and he was printed perfectly on there. Um, Other people are are printing on M&Ms, so making custom Um, M&Ms. Who got the m and I got the M M&M and M edition too. Oh, one. macaron Just shells! I don't want to have to buy from Eddie. Okay, so there's so many things that you can do, but you can join the Eddie uh, printer group on Facebook, and you can really dive into there and kind of learn more about it. Um, but we love Eddie. He um, Made some cute cookies for me. I actually make a cookie for our sugar cookie classes um, where we teach decorating classes. I give everyone a free cookie and a like mini cutter um, to thank them for coming. And Eddie knocked it out. Someone pointed at and they were like, I want to learn how to do that. I said, do you know how to press print on the computer? (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have cast iron. Cast iron is, again, talking about websites. If you were like, hey, I listened to the twins on the podcast and they said we need a website – I will take that to my grave. Websites are an amazing way to manage orders, to drive traffic, to track um, search volume and conversion rates. And Cast Iron said, we're gonna make that easier for everybody, so they're a sponsor. They are pretty neat in that it really helps you get up and running in what I'd say, even if the concept of right-sizing, I would say in a couple hours, Yeah, you could have a website and go for nothing. And it's free until you make a sale. And when you make a sale, it, cast iron will take a commission so if you don't make anything they don't make anything so very low upfront liability there versus but definitely makes you look more professional if you just start now absolutely and they have some really neat features like taking custom orders in a very nice way that's made for bakers by bakers mm-hmm. um very cool and you don't just have to be a baker to use it they want to be for food preneurs yeah so anyone who's making anything okay then we have bakeety bake it is a brand that makes a meringue powder called royal batch it's Almost what I use exclusively at this point, and I truly just absolutely love it. Um, definitely check it out if you want to. It has made it so my flood is puffier, my flood is more consistent. It doesn't crust over as fast, and I can write on my cookies with edible markers, which has been fantastic. Um, I love it. You can use the code TWINS at checkout to save ten percent at BakeityBakeIdaho.com. I love it. Okay, guys. Chili is calling my name. He's saying queso more than the podcast. Is, my name. We will see you this time next week, you blessed folk. This is an hour and 40 minutes. Goodbye. We need to right size our own. So <laughs> Goodbye. <bye. laughs>